And a greetings to you, listeners, no matter which part of the time stream you are in. Speaking of time streams, here at Board Shenanigan Studios, we are crossing the streams. Because continuing with the 50-episode spectacular and one year of podcasting, I bring you this Vault Shenanigans episode that I have been saving up for just such a special occasion. In it, all your favorite restful guests make an appearance, and also Brent. So get ready and hunker down in your fallout shelters for shenanigan. Welcome to a very special episode of Board Shenanigans. As always, I am joined by the good Reverend Brewer, a man who all of his high school boyfriends are in fact gay. Yes, and I am here with Cody James, the human embodiment of being halfway through a crap and realizing you have no toilet paper. And we said special episode, and when I say special, this is the one, the most requested, the one that the, that the throngs of listeners have demanded. And I and I am joined not only by by our handy dandy intro master Jared playing live and in person, but I'm also jo- also joined by Brent and Ernie. You know them, you love them, and they're they're going to be here whether you like them or not. Pretty much, and this is the Cody for your prom date episode. So everybody, say hi. Hi. Hello. Hey. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm totally majorious. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and see, see what happens whenever what you can't see is listeners at home is when you give Jared a guitar and let him play your intro. He can't stop playing the guitar because he does in fact love it more. If he touches a woman as tenderly as he touches his guitar, then she'll never leave him. What's interesting enough is he grabbed the mic and he started, oh, <laughs> when he said that. It's, it's the music that does it. It's not his fault. Oh, right, right. But... Which I'm sure you could prop that somewhere where you could be heard, because you still look like you want to noodle a lot there. I, I can see your noodle fingers ready. Yeah, so uh, this, this will also be the first, uh, like, underscored episode, because I'm sure dramatic speeches or, you know, and, uh, Beyond, beyond that, we're actually all in the same town for once, which is a rarity. So we're all we're all huddled in the board shenanigans headquarters without without the uh, any kind of air moving, looking at Brewer frantically trying to manage things, and Jarrett fumbling with a mic stand, a homemade mic stand. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> don't worry, we once were engineers. It's pretty apparent around here. You could be arrested for a terrorist, but you cannot build a mic stand. Well, I never thought I'd have to go further than that. <laughs> I, I know I know that everybody wanted to wanted to come for the the first podcast of mic of microphone do it yourself assembly but uh we're past that now so th- th- this this is the Cody for your prom date episode and if you're sitting there and have no idea what Cody for your prom date is you're like who the fuck who the fuck is Cody then probably listen to the wrong wrong podcast but uh the Cody for your prom date episode so if you don't know what it is, you're about to. Yeah, pretty much. Buckle up. It's uh, about how these things work. Generally. We, we get on these microphones, we tell you things, and you hear them. <laughs> and yes, the formula has been solved. So anyway, uh, I decided that uh, asking somebody for a prom date is just... It's stupid, man. Tradition. It's, fuck that. We can do this differently. So I had, I had this idea of... Uh, I think I think I want to like campaign for a prom date. Like if you do it as if you're going to try and be mayor or something. 
I was like, wouldn't that be kind of funny, tee hee hee? And I thought it, I thought it was funny, and I, I talked, I talked to Brewer, and I talked to Brent about it, and I was like, so wouldn't this be funny if somebody did this? And they were like, oh, this is amazing. People should definitely do this. This is a thing that people should be involved in. And as most of our ideas do, they grew and grew, and then like. We got to the point where it's like, are we talking about doing this hypothetically, or are we talk about talking about doing this realistically? And it became we were going to do it realistically. So I worked a shitload of overtime uh, whenever I was doing my stupid uh, Burger King job <clears throat> in order to fund the Cody Fear prom date. Because I was like, man, we gotta, we gotta have, we gotta have stuff. We got, we gotta have, have to have material so that people know. So. uh... Uh, we wound, I wound up wound up gathering. I made uh, I made shirts. I made bumper stickers. I had uh, I had a friend that worked worked at a uh, like a, a place where you work. Oh. Yeah, you know, well, you know, where work happens. I had a, I had a friend I had a friend that worked there. So we actually went. Out, I take it I took an extremely cheesy picture of me wearing a Cody for your prom date shirt, and she took it, and she made buttons out of it so there were people weren't walking around with buttons. Um, <clears throat> made flyers, all this. So I start I started the prep to do all this. And I, I I let them know I was like all right we're actually gonna legitimately do this and I I didn't tell them what the start date was or anything and it was about a month before prom that about yeah. what, was that about the unveil yeah uh, a month and a half yeah I was gonna say two months so anyway like I I I had it ready and like I had the shirts and I was all so excited so I put on my Cody Fear prom date shirt for the very first time and I w- walked to school and it was cold and wind was blowing and shit and. I walk up and we're bullshitting in our general congregation spot. Where we're, you know, we're just doing what we do every morning. And I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way," and I freaking like Batman. Open my open my shirt up. Boom, Cody for your prom date. And oh, the elation in these two's eyes. You could see it because they knew, we knew we were on to something. Another man has never filled my heart with so much glee before. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I think this would be better if you had some background music while you were like talking about these heartfelt situations like as because you're walking along like you need some <laughs> like you need some walking music so like like if you can start so as i as i walked up as i walked up to these two i i saw brewer and i saw brent standing there and i knew in my head and in my heart that i was about i was about to start the cody for your prom date campaign and they and they were going to be so happy oh so happy so so as i approached them i you know our eyes landed we had our normal hellos or fuck yous as we say hello and i I opened my jacket on that cold, blustery winter day, and what what was there? Oh, it was a Cody for your prom date shirt, emblazoned upon my chest, as if I were some kind of grandiose superhero. And the, the eyes of these two overflowed with the joy, the same kind of joy that children at Christmas experience. It, it made them so happy. Tell them how elated you were. Oh, lordy, was it... I, like I said, we, we locked eyes, and I saw the shirt, and I'm like, I must own one of these. Where could I possibly get something just like that? And he reaches deep down into his backpack, a lot like Mary Poppins he was, and just pulls out, pulls out the shirt, and he's like, well, you get one right here. And I had to immediately take my clothes off and put the shirt on. <laughs> right there in full view of the public. And, and I'm just sitting there, I see the shirt, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Be- but uh, bedazzled? You're bedazzled. Well, I was gonna yeah. say bedaffled, but uh, I guess I don't know if bedaffled is a word. What's a bedaffle? Um, well, anyway, apparently, what Brent was when he saw the Cody for Roundy shirt. I, I was. I was. Don't worry, we'll add it to the lexicon of Borchenagan's words. <laughs> I was bedaffled, and, and I, I just kept thinking, "Oh my God, we're really gonna do this!" And the whole time, I'm also thinking, "Wait a second, he just had a girlfriend like a week ago." 
Oh well, guess we're starting this shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's an important piece of the background of like how important this cause was to me, because I'm going to sell it that way, not that I'm a giant asshole when I was in high school. I was actually dating a girl at the time who was not down with the Cody for your prom date, and... And if you're not down with the Cody for your prom date, fuck you! Pretty much is what happened. I was like, I think this is too funny. I've got to do this. Like, this, you know, carpe diem, this is like my high school years. I should remember these. And she was just not, well, I want to win. Like, but it's not fair. <laughs> if you win, like, it's a contest. There has to be legitimacy to my campaign. And, and you know, I, I felt like if I would have let her win, it would have been no better than Nixon. So, yeah, I... I broke up with her because I thought that this needed to happen worse. I think it's the only time any girl has ever been broken up with for that reason. So uh, I guess I hold that that reward. And I don't, I don't know. I'm sure Clinton had to broke up with girls for very similar reasons. Uh, hey Ernie, how? What's the weirdest way you've ever broken up with a girl? We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there'll be sexy music for that part. <laughs> uh, or yeah, sure we'll go with that. Something like that, or. <laughs> Disappointing. Like. <laughs> I really like it being here to underscore our words. It makes me feel so much more important than I have any right to be. Well, this is a continuation. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I wound, I wound up like I gave those two the shirts, and I, I gave them I gave them two, and I think if you like wound up giving them like I don't know, everybody wound up with like three or four a piece. I don't remember how many, but I was like okay. It's on. Spread the word. And I, hand, I pull out this giant stack of bumper stickers. And hand one, one. Hand one, the other piles. Like, and here's flyers. We're going nuts. So, like, you know, I know, I know Brewer threw his shirt on, like, right then. And I think, I think you just threw it on over your t-shirt. And Brent actually took his shirt off in the middle of the fucking cold to swap shirts, which was kind of funny that he, like, immediately had to... It, my, my name had to touch his skin immediately. Well, I had my trench coat on, too. It was okay. Mm. And, and, you know, Brent has been known to strip down naked in the snow many, on many occasions, for sure. Uh, sometimes for as little as 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, $2 whore to a whole new level. So, so that was, like, the launch of it, which I was... And these two were, like, Brent and Brewer were the freaking linchpins of this. They pulled their weight so hard, they were completely the inner sanctum of this. Because, th yeah, throughout the entire thing, we only wore for two months Cody Fewer Prom Date shirts. That was it. We were like cartoon characters. That's all we had. And, and I mean, as, as time went on, like, you had to keep upping the ante. We had to keep it interesting. We had to come up with other things. So, you know, like, we do, initially there's the initial launch, and we're all three walking around, and it takes, oh, I don't know, maybe two days before, like, it's like, oh, okay, this is a thing. And then, of course, every one of our friends we run into, here's the Cody for your prom date shirt. I mean, because I, I think, what, you did you have yours the first day? No, you had... no, I, did, I had mine, like, a week later, if that. It was a while. I was doing football. We went to, um, we had some game out of town in, in Plainview, I think, or somewhere. I, I, I went off somewhere. Right, right. I mean, it started to spread like wildfire. Like, anybody that were like, okay, well, here's a shirt. It's like, I just take this. Come one, come all, hear the story of Cody for your prom date. <laughs> Are you tired of humdrum prom date candidates? Well, not anymore with this great candidate we have for you. He's the only prom date that you'll, they'll give you things before you even succeed in being his prom date. It's It was it was hilarious because we'd be walking down the hall and, like, Brewer would, like, like 
like just girls would be walking by, and he'd be like, "Excuse me, ma'am, are you how, how? What are your prom date arrangements? Oh, I don't have any yet. Well, let me tell you about this mighty fine, this mighty fine candidate we have here. Like, you know, whether I was around or not. And, and so, of course, I had my phone number and my and my MySpace to date this. I had my MySpace shit on that I had set up for this on their end. I was getting calls, like, within the first couple hours. It was pretty fucking hilarious. So, and, and of course, to make it more official, I'd hand the phone off to one of these two who would play who would play the secretary. And, and we'd go through a list of, like, uh, 10, 20 questions that we'd ask them, like, to, to see if they were the right material for for said prom dating. You can't just let anybody in. No, 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 no. You have to, you have to pass a, an intensive, intensive group of questionings. Like, I mean, there was... And creativity was always the crux there, so... We had sandwich boards, uh, we, we went into the, the cafeteria and set up and, and had, what, like 30, 40 girls come over talking about how they wanted to be his prom date, and a couple of guys, too, that were very, very interesting. Who thought they were going to be assholes in doing this, but, you know, we accept all applications. Yeah, we were an equal opportunity prom date service, and frankly, it was it been rude to not... I think it was funny because they they call in trying to be an asshole and they realize like oh god I'm legitimately going through the application process. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what would have happened if one of them were picked. Yeah right. Well you'd have to have gone on a date with them. But like Brew did such a good job of being the mouthpiece of it. I was like man Brent needs a job and and so we're uh, you know I was like man he's got to have some something and it took maybe a week and I think I'm almost certain it was Brent's idea. He was like man what if. What if you had it as like one of those, as like a gold medal or something? And he's like, no, even better, a pro wrestling belt. So we went, <laughs> went to Walmart, all of us in all of our gear, and uh, which, you know, we walk in and like the guy, the guy at the front door is like, wait, 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 wait. Like assuming we're going to come in there and sell something, I don't know, sell Jesus at him or whatever, uh, or we're in some kind of cult. So uh, anyway. <laughs> a little true on that one. Yeah, that is, that is true. Well, I mean, that's the difference between a cult and religion. I mean, the leader's still alive. If it's a cult, if it's a religion, they're dead. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. What? <laughs> 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 I think we offended somebody. It's marching to me. Jared, please, so you didn't uh, know. Right. But uh, anywho, so we, wa- we walk in there. Walk in there and like uh, we freaking, you know, we're going in. The guys like, what, what, what in the world? And so we wind up going in and we get, we get it. And I got a uh, like all the Cody Fear Prom Day stuff. We print it out and then like, it, it was, it was freaking awesome. But you know, I got it. We, we made it and everything. We did. We made it in the parking lot. You know, we just hooked it together and shit. And like we were like so proud of it. And like I was like, all right, Brent, you're car- like you're you're the bearer of the prom date thing. And I don't think that fucking thing left his shoulder until the actual prom. Like he carried that thing around with such pride. Like I, I was—I haven't seen him that proud of anything since since he had his son. But what's really horrible about this uh, particular uh, belt, though, is I, I would carry it everywhere. And there was one place that I could not take it after a certain point. Um, at ACAL, I was—I—I I was always wearing the Cody for your prom date shirt, always wearing the buttons. At one point during this entire thing, just to get it even more noticed, and just because I was bored as hell, I was wearing Hulu skirts uh, <laughs> every Friday. And you, you see... Well, yes, it's Luel Fridays. Come on, yeah, people. <laughs> the vice principal, he, he sees all of this stuff, and he's like, ah. But he, he has... He has no problem with the Hulu skirt in this particular situation. The Hulu skirt is where you can watch videos on someone's dress. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Hulu. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well. I, I I have this belt, and I'm going in, and I have it for maybe 
two, three weeks, and every week I keep adding more and more stuff to my outfit till finally he had like four hundred pieces of Cody for your prom date flair. I know it was like it was branding fantastic over there. I, I was I was even wearing a uh, a Buddha necklace for no reason that I'd made out of a shoestring and a big ass Buddha, and, and he sees all of this, has no problem with it, but finally comes up and. I think, oh my god, I've gone too far. He's going to get pissed off about everything that I'm wearing. And he's like, no, that belt, you need to leave it at your uh, school or at your house. I never want to see it again in this in this building. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's like, wow, what the hell? I mean, everything else he was okay with. But the one thing that I wore uh, that offended him was Cody's face on a belt. He's a suspenders kind of guy. Was that Mobley? Yeah, Mobley <laughs> hated Cody. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, he he was okay that with guy. everything mm-hmm. else I wore, everything else I did, but the fact that I wore that belt just was right up his ass the entire time. <laughs> it was it was freaking a bit like, and we were half expecting like I was like okay, some of these people think this is funny, and really it'll probably be our friends that like it. Oh my fucking god, this thing caught fire, like, there's no tomorrow. Like, I could not believe how many people, like, oh, can I have, like, we ran out of shirts halfway, like, not even halfway into it, and I, like, had to go and make more shirts. So, of course, to support the more shirts, we started carrying around a bucket that was donations for Cody for your prom day, which wound up paying for part of the shirts to get more of them. Like, and I think, I know it was, I think it was Ernie's idea to get chicks to start putting the bumper stickers on their ass, right? That had to be you. Like, <laughs> what better advertisement? Yeah. Like, how did that cost? Did you like? Cause well, I because I you... because they, that, then they still allowed the uh, juicy and you right. know that, that name. Yeah. And, and, and I, I know I was looking at somebody. I can't remember who it was, but I was just like, <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, <laughs> Herney is our our prominent assologist. <laughs> Because I, I know you had to have talked one into it or just like, hey, put the, or whatever, because... It was someone in ROTC. But, but like, I know I know you initiated it because, like, I was unaware of this idea yet. Like, you had done this completely, like, oh, you did it during the day at another point, and I had chicks coming up, like, can I have a bumper sticker? And then they're sticking it on their ass, and then I find out about it. <laughs> well, it is a bumper sticker. Like, you, I find out about it later that you were the one that came up with that idea, and I'm like, oh, man, that's one of the greatest advertisements of all time. Sex sales wherever you go. <laughs> oh man, it was it was pretty. So like you know, I started I started wearing I started wearing a sandwich board around where I'd have like however many applicants made it completely through the application process. And you know you can't just hey however many applicants every day. So we started theming days. Like my favorite was when we went uh, either overly patriotic, you know America's prom date choice. You know I had I tied flags to the sides of the sandwich board I was wearing around, and like anytime anybody would like pass the pass the test enough like usually brewer would proudly you know put another hash mark on the on the board so uh you know i walked around with that and then you know, we did uh we all started wearing 3d glasses and it was cody for your prom date in 3d <laughs> well we couldn't figure out how to go to space yeah yeah and then we, nobody wanted another chimp in there you know it was it was freaking all i had, t- I had t- a teacher who thought this was like just one of the greatest well, there's multiple teachers who thought this was amazing but i had one of the teachers like who I had in a free a free period, she like had her kids start making posters for it. So there was posters that they're like that's what they did during their study hall. Which I mean, come on, greatest teacher ever. I mean, you even had a um, a spot on the 
school's TV program for one week. Oh yeah, that was pretty fun too. I like the, I I get pulled out of class and I'm like, okay, I guess I maybe I maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I did this a little too far. And it's the it's like the news crew or you know the little uh, morning announcements. And they were like, they're like, hey, would you like to be on the morning announcements? Would I like to be on the morning announcements? Let me tell you what I like to be on the morning announcements. And then it was like I had to go right then. I had to do my spiel right then. So, I, you know, I was like, oh, God, and I did the best I could just for the, you know, like, you know, the world has been tr- has been plagued by traditional prom date choosing since the beginning. But now, now you can, you can go with the top-notch choice and just did this big-ass sales pitch that was completely unnecessary, which, ran, which you know, whenever you're sitting in class and you're followed, like, after the, Amer- after the, you know, the pledge, it's followed by you selling yourself as a prom date choice. That's a, that's a high that I don't know that everyone gets to achieve, but, oh, I did get to fly that close to the sun. And nothing melted. Well, not yet. <laughs> not to that part of the story yet. Yeah, we also had, um, throughout the school, RTC ma- maintained these electronic message boards that ran throughout the school. <laughs> you forgot about this, didn't you? Yeah. Well, so we thought, huh, there's like five of these across the school. I think they each need a different Cody for your prom date message on them. And what was fun was at this point, I was the one that was responsible for updating them. Yeah, we, well, we even got the outside message board, too. The, the one that, like, the big scrolling marquee one on, on the, the school sign. But we haven't told you our greatest a, a triumph. Our greatest triumph was when we got a local business uh, advertising spot. That's right. We only frequented one of two places to eat throughout school <laughs> the entire time. You went to Taco Bell, and we went to Wienerschnitzel. One of those two places. That's it. Well, the people at the Wienerschnitzel really thought this was funny. So they're like, hey, can we put, we'll put Cody for your prom date on our marquee, like that week li- leading up to prom, and your phone number. So we have that. And I still have one picture remaining from that day as proof. That was one of the coolest things. Because, you know, they asked if we could do it, and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, that'll happen. And then you drive by, and there it is, and it's like, <laughs> I've made it. This is big uh, time right here. I, I, and, like, some of the funniest stuff where people will be like, well, what are you doing this for? Just because? I mean, do I have I to have a Because I need, I need like, someone like, to sleep with it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We're all sitting here looking looking at this picture. <laughs> we're pining at our younger selves. And when, remembering whenever chili cheese fries were only $1.29. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit, that's oh, like... <laughs> I know, look how young Brent Inflation's looks a bitch. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, wow. Anyway, that took me back. <laughs> but, I mean, it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and then with... Uh, and with... bigger. And bigger. And bigger. And bigger. <laughs> Huge! (laughs) (laughs) Like Cereal Crusher Huge. Uh, Huge friggin' prom date campaign. (laughs) But, um, so, you know, I kept getting bigger and bigger, and then it was actually, like, spreading to other schools, because since, uh, everybody went to, like, most of y'all went to the, uh, like, the magnet school, and so they were, like, ever, you know, guys walk in with Cody for your prom date stuff, and it's like, well, hell, like, I've gotta have some of that. (laughs) And so... And so, like that, actually, it actually started spreading to other schools, and like you know, people people were at like asking about it there, and well, where do I get shirt? People would call like, does it have to be from your school? No, we take anybody. Like, does it matter? So I mean, and it got it got like to this like crazy apex where you had like, I mean, Cody for your prom date momentarily like solved all the differences of the world because you had like you know groups of people that would not would not have anything in common. 
you know, wearing Cody for your prom date regalia, proudly, prominently displaying my face, where it became to the point where it, like, wasn't even about, like, I didn't give a shit about the attention as much as I just wanted the scoop, like, it's this fucking prank I've got to pull. This is, like, the ultimate thing I've got to do. And, I mean, but it was so cool, you're walking around, and it's like, everybody, you know, everybody's wearing your shit, and... You know, it's like this is this is fucking awesome that you've managed to get it to this point of it, and everybody's like so behind this cause, and like that because I was expecting way more naysayers. I really was, and it was amazing how quickly the naysayers were shot down. Like you don't understand. What are you talking about? Why, why are you poo-pooing us? There should be no poo-poos here. Like like you didn't even have, like the the group that I, I really sincerely the group that I swore was going to be the hardest one to win over was the easiest to win over, and they were the first ones that were like, no, no, you you don't you don't understand. And then there was like you know imitation is always the quickest form of flattery. So there was like several like. You know, grassroots campaigns of for your prom date that quickly died away because I don't think they had the support nor the resources. Yeah, and they were <laughs> stupid. That's it. Well, one wasn't stupid. He was just rolling around in a wheelchair, which I maintain is a great, uh, a great platform. Just literally. I don't think he got a date for prom though. He he only wanted uh, serious inquiries. We didn't give a shit. Right? Yeah. I mean, it... it's better if we have unserious inquiries. I mean, as long as there's queries, right? Yeah, and <laughs> we'll take your queer queries for that matter. Yeah, but you know, and then we like we like orchestrated like everybody wear your you know, Cody for your prom date Friday or whatever. Where like you know the school was covered in black Cody for your prom date shirts. It was it was pretty special. Like Brent's still wearing it. Was wearing a Cody for your prom date shirt right now. I'm I was digging furiously for some of the flyers and bumper stickers, which must be around here somewhere. So yeah, uh, you, you know those things that, that that place on our website we desperately hate called show notes. Uh, go there and see pictures of Cody Fuhrer Promenade memorabilia. Indeed, that's what's going to be a thing. And while we're doing that, anybody that was a member of the Rogues Gallery, not a member of the Rogues Gallery, heard of this, thought of this, and have old stuff about it, uh, send that to us and we'll throw it on the site. So we can have our, our, little, our little clipboard of, you know, board, sh- board shenanigans remembers Cody Fuhrer Promenade. And, oh, by the way, I also got the stickers, Cody for your prom date, put on the side of my car. Yeah, like the giant magnetic one. I had the Cody for your prom date mobile. Which Didn't one, one of, of those fall off? One of them got stolen. Yeah, someone stole one. Someone so wanted to be a part of it that they're like, you know what, I need to take one of those. <laughs> like, well, like, we, did, we did go to PD. Uh, <laughs> good, good, good point. But it got to the point, like, prom's, like, coming up on us, and so, like, you have to, like, you've promoted it so much, now you've actually got to seriously, like, figure out who are you taking and who, who's going to win. And so... And, it, you know, you're, you're going through, we're looking, we're like, well, what about, and I don't know. Like, yeah, we're deb- me and, yeah, me and Britt narrowed it down to, like, the... Right, yeah, I mean, y'all were like, well, no, this isn't, you know, like, because there was, they did go through, like, well, I don't know, and maybe, and, uh, Frank, I don't think so, and, you know, and, it, it, well... It, <laughs> he hides your bathroom too many times. You know, and then, then he wears a bunny suit, you know, it's horrible. But, uh... So Larry Sanders, you can't take a car. What the hell's wrong <laughs> you? you can take them in your Larry Sanders. <laughs> but first, you have to put that down and come over here. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then oh, and then a question I always got asked was like, what chicks? What, like people would ask, well, what does the girl get? And I'm like, <laughs> you get to go to prom, and I buy you, and I, you know, you get dinner out of the deal. I, I'm not, I'm not understanding. Like, what do you mean? What do they get? They, right, like you're a part of this. Yeah. Like you're, you're winning. you win. That's what you get. Yeah, you get yeah, me like, at the end yeah, of the yeah, night if you're lucky. Hell. 
I mean, like, like that, that was... You get some hard Cody loving. Like, like, yeah, that was, like, my favorite thing. Like, like, wait a minute. So, like, do I have to, like, suck you off in this? Like, no, that was never... No, I get to suck you off, I think. Like, like it was never... That was never part of the freaking deal, but it was just funny. People like, well, what do I get out of this? It's like, what more do you want? You're a piece of history. <laughs> like, like, you... you yeah. Like... <laughs> you get the satisfaction. You know, Greek myths are, you know, written about these kinds of things, but, uh... But like you know, so we went. You know, the girl that won, you know, Tabitha, Tabitha, she was she was a friend of mine, but she actually like legitimately had a great application. And anyway, so she she went to she went to a different high school. So she's the one that actually wound up winning, and I made her wear the Cody for your prom date belt, like which you know it was it was weird not seeing it on Brent's shoulder after I took it off. Like there was actually like his clothes were a different color underneath where the sun had been blocked by the Cody for your prom date thing. Uh, which you know I always loved the assumption that him wearing the belt meant that he was your previous victor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, oh yeah, I, I conquered him, and here's here's the winner. You're gonna be conquered next. I, I was the last resort if if he couldn't get a real prom date. <laughs> but so like, you know, she's all in her, she's all in her. Uh, you know, we go out to the dinner, we go out to dinner and do all the whole thing, and like she's she's all in like her nice dress, and I make her put on the Cody for your prom date belt because it was like she's like I, she's like I have to wear this, and I was like yeah, like these were part of this was part of the rules. So we wound up going, and she had a good time, and it was fucking awesome, but. The best part about it, I mean, because it was seriously one of the coolest things ever that I participated in, and I'm, I'm the only reason that it was Cody for your prom date is because Brent, Brent or Ryan didn't think of it first, or it would have been one of those two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's seriously all it would, the only thing that would have changed. The name on the, the name on the stuff didn't matter. It was all about pushing this ridiculous cause, and uh, the one, one thing that is sad, but also I'm kind of glad it happened that way was that it wasn't during, like, the yearbook. Yeah, yearbook's already, yeah, they already, they already sent out the stuff for him, yeah. So the, none of it's in the yearbook, which at first is pretty depressing, because I was like, man, I, I wanted that because I know I would have got a page. I know I would have. And then the other part of me is really happy that never happened because – it's all it's all in, in like hearts and minds of the people that remember it, and then there's and then now oh, yeah, there was hard drive crashes in there, and like a camera got destroyed. So we're we're down to like the very like remnants of Cody Fuel Probably. All that's left of Cody for probably is what you're hearing now. <laughs> like this podcast is the history. <laughs> that's why we're doing it. Like this is this is our story now. <laughs> yeah, this, this is serious. This is seriously like one of the biggest reasons I ever wanted to do a podcast. And I was really and this is like one of those chances we actually have people because like Jer- you know because Jarrett and Ernie were a big old hunk of it too. They were around for a lot of it. They sported the colors. They put the shit up. They played in all the fucking shenanigans and all the bullshit. I mean, so it's one of those like you you have to. I mean, it's really cool that you're able to look back and remember it, but the best part about it is it's not even been 10 years, and if anybody believes that it happened, they damn sure don't believe that I'm the Cody that did it, which is the greatest, like, like I'm a fucking, I'm Bigfoot, pretty much. Like, <laughs> I, was I real? There's no real, pro- I mean, there's, you see the, the remnant here, you know, thing here or there, but nobody can definitely prove that it existed, which... It's just fantastic to me that you know you do this thing, you push, you do all this stuff, and then now it's like, well, I mean, I, I don't know that 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 was the urban legend. Which, I mean, come on, what what more can anybody else want out of life? <laughs> yeah, I don't, at least we got a little bit of documented proof from you two. I I was the guy taking all the pictures, so I'm not in any of them. <laughs> I piled it all up. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, there, there. I'm, I'm this guy. The one back here. <laughs> I'm the guy behind the camera. So that, you know. That's my shadow right there. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I know. I'm, I'm gonna dig through them all and 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 hopefully, hopefully everyone consents to their picture being put up on the internet, 
Or you might see a lot of uh, Chad boxes. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was uh, that was definitely one of the better things I've ever participated in, and it was just. I guess that was my senior. I don't know. Well, I guess it was mine too, even though I was a junior. <laughs> so it was a lot better than my idea for a senior prank. His involved big buckets of hot cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that that was uh, that's reusable. That was that, that's you've been used before already. Yeah, I mean. It was probably one of the greatest achievements of my life, I would have to say, for sure. There's very little things else that, that I hold in such high regard. I mean, th- those are the days you always think back to. You know, th- those were the days, you know. That, that's, that's definitely where I go. I mean, that that was by far and away my best high school memory. And, like, you know, it's cool that you can sit around in a room of people that fucking did it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. And then, there was all, and then, yeah, then there we did this Cody for your prom date gift. Thing, yeah. yeah. Was, right, guys? You remember when we all had that big orgy, right? <laughs> of course. Everybody had eliminated. <laughs> is there some sexy music to go with it for that orgy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an inconvenience. Sexy music is never an inconvenience, right? Um. It all started whenever Brent walked into the room. Eyes filled with seduction. They locked with Ernie's eyes. It was big nose meets doughy eyes. I don't know. He sauntered over to his left side, put his arm around. And there, that moment, they, they ceased to be two individuals and became one man, one flesh. Passion writhed and fall within their loins for each other. Then Ryan walked into the room, and everything died. There was no sex after that. <laughs> oh, but they weren't afraid. They weren't. <laughs> oh, Ryan Brewer, the flaccid maker. <laughs> no, I, I, I had a name for that high school. What was it? That wasn't it. Oh, whenever we all did the superhero thing, like whenever everybody had a superhero name, was it that? No, it was that. Was Sir Rancelot? Well, there was that for that, yes. But... <laughs> it's like if you give a mouse a cookie. When does that happen? You know how it is. Sometimes you're walking around the zoo and you're like, oh, there you go. <laughs> well, we just start handing food to We have the booth in our zoo? Do we? I don't know. <laughs> when was the last time you were there? I'm at, we are, what? I don't know. I this don't is all hypothetical. Uh, you don't always have to talk about the truth, Ernie. <laughs> what? Sometimes the you make up stories. <laughs> I thought all conversations were based in reality. Next thing, you're going to tell me the tooth fairy's not real. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, that noir episode, that all happened exactly the way we described it. Oh, okay. That was real. <laughs> I actually am Emmanuel Westinghouse. <laughs> and I'm a villain in everything. This is completely true. <laughs> yes. I, I really don't get why I'm always cast as the villain, though. Well, you're the only one. Because everybody forgets about you 30 seconds in. <laughs> no, we purposely saved the villain role for you. Because that's what you are. Some people just like to watch the world burn. Well, would you like to re- would you like to- would we like to recast? Like, we could recast everybody right real quick. Like, Ernie, do you want to be the villain from now on? Or Jarrett, do you want to be the bad guy? Do I need to be the bad guy? <laughs> I mean, depending on the story, I could get. No, no, you complained about it. No, no, if you complained about it. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna take a straw poll right now. Well, wait. Before, if he wasn't the bad guy, what would he be? Let's let's get his role down first. <laughs> yeah, that is a very valid point. Um. Well, 
I mean, I, I don't think I really am good for anything yeah. else oh, in the story. Oh, so you're, if you're going to answer your whole your own question, why even ask us? Uh, he's uh, the NPC, right? Uh, do you want to talk yeah, to we, yourself? Yeah, we go to we him to buy our guns. I mean, I was thinking he would be like Princess Peach, the damsel in distress or something. I mean, he's, he's, only, there, he's only there to get taken away, and then I guess... But who would want to go save him? Maybe he's what like... What's in it for me? <laughs> what do I get out of What do I get out of I mean, maybe not Princess Peach, but maybe like he's the, like the... What do you call it? Like, like, like he's the quest where you have to protect a very important person along the way, and you're always nobody ever likes. You're always just trying to keep him out of trouble and keep him being killed. <laughs> yeah, you have to follow behind, and he walks so slow, and you're so used to running, so you have to like kind of like dart forward a little bit and stop. Like, oh no shit! They're stuck behind a brick wall. They don't know how to oh, go around me. it. Have to look at a flower. Kind of like just sitting there in a Taco Bell, trying to keep me from getting killed. Uh, uh, we, we all know who the abominable Jew story was about. It, it wasn't hard to tell. Chad Breaker, 2014. I told him that. Anywho, Cody, your prom date. So, tell him what you won at prom. Oh, yeah, actually, it was kind of funny. Like, so, you know, the, the DJ, the DJ, like, heard about it, you know, yeah, yeah, oh, this is the greatest thing in the history of the ever. And so, like, he goes, he goes up and he's like, you know, it was whatever radio station, you know, whatever bugger like a crack a poppin' baby making slow music they played at the radio station. That was what it all sounded like. There was not one song I knew what the hell it was. but you know. the, There was no journey, don't stop believing. Yeah. What's horrible is everybody at that prom, like, there was one table of the white people, of the white oh. people <laughs> that we were at that table. Uh, yeah. And... All the black guys, all the black girls, Mexican guys, Mexican girls. They were all well, except for Ernie. He was sitting with us. The white You're people. Not the chocolate chip on our white. Yeah. He, well, he's our Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had my Lionel with me. I think I was sitting at the table next to you, actually. Oh, yeah. well, I really do because I was with my my other friend. Well, right. either way, we his other friends. My other my uh, politically correct friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no political correctness on board shenanigans. You should know that by now. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the only bullshit thing is all the people that should have started dancing because. We're like 30 minutes into prom and no one's on the dance floor. So we're like, you know what? Fuck this. We all just go out to the dance floor and we just bust out the most overly white, unbelievably stupid dance moves. We we got oh, the, on, there were more lawnmowers and robots and and, and chickens and and, um, yeah. and sprinklers and, and worms and and we're we're doing all these crazy unnecessary stupid moves. And then you, you get this group of people that are like, they, they start forming a circle around us, and we're like, ah, oh, dude, this is cool, okay. We're the dance like, circle, man! Well, then they're like, hey, can, can, we, can we jump in the middle of the circle? And we're like, yeah! And it's these two black guys, and we're like, man, they're gonna do some badass break dancing and stuff. I, I kid you not, they walked around and, and just moved their arms up and down, up and down, walking around in a circle, Doing nothing, like their hands never even reached their their nipples. Oh they damn it! They, they stayed beside their waist, up down, up down, up down, walking in a circle. And I mean, at the it, the girls were just like, "Oh my god, that was so great!" And how was that again? Oh my god! Yes, well, I know. So they shuffled around. They shuffled you while you it. were doing. The lawnmower. <laughs> no, no, they they, they self shuffled. They kicked us out of the circle into like into the outer circle while oh. they proceeded to shuffle and 
everyone apparently loved that. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, guys. You can dance if you want to. I mean, you can leave your friends behind. Because, you know, if your friends don't dance, I mean, you know, if they don't dance, well. They're no, no friends, friends of mine. <laughs> I mean, we totally went where we wanted to. Yeah, I mean... It's a place where they could never find. I mean, we we just act like we came from out of this world. <laughs> we left the real world far behind. We could dance. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the official the official song of like this of our little group because my god. Which you know, and I think we need to get together and do a cover of that song sometime. We should. Jared could play the music and we could all sing. But we could only play about ten seconds of it. Well. As long, until we're making money on this, I think we're good. So we're probably fine forever. Yeah. Forever. If they catch us, I mean, at this point, that means someone's listening. <laughs> we, I don't even, who, who even, uh, men, men without hats, like, contact us, like, like please, please cease and desist from your liberal use of our song. On... <laughs> yeah, because we made, because we made five cents off that, like, 30 years ago, and, and now we want your money, too. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's, I think there's some sort of, you know, like, parody law covers it, right? I mean, if we, if we do it as a, in jest, which, I mean, come on, it's gonna be silly if, if we do it. If you change the lyrics, it'd probably be fine. Maybe, yeah. So I don't know why I'm about to talk about this on the show, but what if that was our theme song? We just did it just like I just reworded safety dance. That might be a good thing, yeah. You, you can shenanigan if you want to. You could you can leave your boards behind. Because if your friends are bored and, and if you are bored, well, board shenanigans is mine. Something like that, I'll work with it. Like and the rest of you out there, is this the kind of thing you'd like to hear? Like an actual board shenanigans theme song with lyrics and and Jared's m melodious tones. We'll be men with hat. <laughs> <laughs> or man with hat. You can put a hat on if you want. Half and hat? Half. <laughs> but uh, one, one of the... I actually wound up winning tickets to some concert, to some rap group thing that I didn't care to go see at all. I don't even remember who it was. I don't know. But it was kind of cool. I mean, it was pretty... Co I took... I took it very complimentary. I never went and picked them up from the radio station, but the radio station was there like they, they offered them to me. Well, you should have got them and framed them. I uh, thought you got them and sold them. No, I let, I let them go because I figured somebody else had, I figured if somebody else had them, that actually use them, you know what I mean? Because you know, I, know, I know it was one of those when I had to pick them up by X day, X time and X day. It was like the next day I figured it was somebody else probably matters to them. I don't want to. Yeah. Cody Jeems always the philanthropist. I don't want to go to it, and I so I'm not gonna bother. Thinking yet. of the little man here on board shenanigans. Oh man, but uh, yeah, I mean that was really realistically, I think what it came down to was prom was all right, but it was way more fun leading up to it for me. Like I had a way better time doing the like once you get there and you're like you know you've taught you've climbed the mountain, you realize well maybe the mountain the mountain climb was more fun than the summit. The the journey was was part of the destination. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, you don't stop believing. You have to hold on to that feeling. <laughs> soon Journey's going to be calling for their money, too. Anything else interesting out there at prom? Like, I don't really, I can't, I really don't remember. Um, we had a boga tournament after. Yeah, so, well, we, yeah, we had our after party, which was, like, the lamest after party in comparison to all the other after parties, or the coolest. We had bad, we had, we had cheap sodas, we threw them at people's heads, you know, the usual. Inordinate amount of games. People left their soda cans just willy-nilly about the place. So I don't know that we've covered this on this <laughs> show yet, but apparently we're going to. So, what used to happen is we'd have the uh, the poker nights, we kind of devolved into nights, but um, anyway, like, we ha we'd have the nights over at Brewer's house, and, uh, like, his mom would get the cheap, super, super cheap sodas. Yeah, they were 10 cents for a soda. And so, you know, there'd be fucking 30 people in this house, and soda, like, people just leave their soda cans everywhere, 
And like I think I really think part of it was a response to Brewers like inordinate bitching because every like we were all there. Every one of us were the last one here in a different in a different cycle. And they were every like you know they'd be everywhere in his room and like you know. He- well, this was out in the trailer even uh, on the Sunset Grill. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, so what I would do whenever I went to their house, I would make sure to drink as many sodas as possible and just leave the cans in places. I started to the point where I started hiding them. Like they'll find this later. Well, I started doing that here just so you bitch it. Like, like I, you know, I'd stay and help some of the times. But, I, oh, I definitely, like, I know the time there was the one in the, the closet was me. That was definitely me. Which I was picking up airsoft pellets for years. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He just grabs his airsoft gun I have, his full automatic one, and just goes, bah! and just sprays my room with it. <laughs> <laughs> He, he like goes all Rambo in my in my house. <laughs> Why did you have it sitting there loaded? I asked myself that question many times afterwards. If like, what do you think you are leaving things the way you want them in your house? Who do you think you are? Damn it! There are people that are gonna be in here messing with them. <laughs> you leave your computer loaded. I start clicking on shit. I mean, this, is not... <laughs> this is why I never keep myself loaded around them. <laughs> you know, because then we'd be all we then we'd be all behind there shooting you off all over the place. <laughs> There'd be messes everywhere. Oh. Do you have an opinion on this, Jarrett? Um, well, you know. He's like, I shot it off a couple of times already. No, no, man, I, I've already blown. <laughs> it's, just, it's just never good to leave things cocked and loaded at the same time. <laughs> whether, whether guns, people, you know. Just a bad combination. <laughs> we, we here at Port Shenanigans, uh, we promote... Uh, safe load blowing. <laughs> Make sure you blow your load in the appropriate locations. You can't just walk walk into any room, grab it, and fire it off. <laughs> no, point it in a safe direction. <laughs> I mean, you could put an eye out with that thing. There are some places load should be. There are some places load shouldn't be. And that kind of depends on whose house you're in a little bit. Oh, that's so fucking goddamn funny. <laughs> I wish I had something else to shoot off in your house right now. I'd do it. Well, I just saw you launch a rubber band that I was probably going to need to use a minute ago. I'm going to shoot off some insults, fucking. <laughs> well, whenever he loads a good one, I'm more than happy to shoot it off. <laughs> oh. You know, we have a nice recording of all our insults. Listeners, tally up them. Who is the better of the insulters? Me. I'm putting it on you because I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> Listeners, do something else for us that you're not going to do. I'm talking to you two as well. And, and you. And you and I, you I, and I already, you. I already told you mine. I pick, I choose mine out. Do what now? My insult. Oh, you steal ours? Sure. Did you hear them on the show and then you like go out and use them in public? See, that's awesome. Like, cause, I mean, half the time I steal mine, so. <laughs> Jared, is, is, that how you, is that how you pick up the ladies with the things we say on the shows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good education tool. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Actually, have you learned anything from us on our show? Like, <laughs> anybody? What, what have you learned on the, on the board shenanigans? the room, I guess. That the guy driving in the car is, um, he, he doesn't stop driving. He just keeps Where driving. the hell is he going? He's a, he's a trucker. Have you learned anything already? Who, me? When, yes, you. Couldn't be even who. Yeah, you. <laughs> today? Oh, well, no, I just mean, didn't do I sound educated enough to learn anything? <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't see right there, every single one of them had a thought. <laughs> But they couldn't form it into words. Every single one of them did. It was like a hamster on a wheel. They, they knew something was there. But they couldn't come out with that clicking nose. Well, sometimes a flood of these things comes to you. And you have to... And, 
and, and there's it's kind of like a roadblock in your brain. Like, oh god, I can't get hum nyam nyam nyam. Can't insult fast enough. Must insult. That's what it looked like. <laughs> that was like the rare time when all of us have missed too, because like usually that I don't know how that one got by everybody. Well, he I think he did a sufficient job insulting himself. Yeah, he's playing on a, a nice stereotype. You know, Mexicans aren't intelligent. See, if I've learned one thing from your show, it's how to like, it's how to single-handedly offend a great number of people all at the same time. <laughs> With the maximum efficiency of word usage, you know, just a few, few negative stereotypes quickly spoke. Can we put that on a t-shirt? <laughs> Four shenanigans, we insult you all at once. <laughs> Should we go around the room trying to insult as many people as possible with one, with one sentence? Apparently not. I have to think about that one for a second. I got one. Obamacare. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you know when those gypsies, those black gypsies, they, 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 they go, you know, they come and knock on your door, try to sell you the good word. Like they're Mormons or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> we could just add on to a sentence. It would be easier just to oh, do like, it like, that way. Like telephone insult or yeah. something? <laughs> so there was this Jew. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Uh, that's a good point. Britt, you start us off. So there's this Jew, and he walked in and met this Republican black guy. <laughs> uh, who was having an abortion from his homosexual lover. <laughs> but his, but his, his slave laborer would not allow it. <laughs> so he, start, he decided to start a war. <laughs> because uh, Obamacare is just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was fired. Then he was fired from his corporate workplace by those damn conservative Christian owners of his. Um, for giving hand jobs to midgets. <laughs> no more of that. <laughs> After illegally downloading it from the computer. <laughs> A video of them eating graham crackers. Because <laughs> he left it cocked and loaded. All over that rainbow flag. <laughs> Then a bunch, a bunch of tra a bunch of transgender Nazis walk in the door, <laughs> and they start wiping off the ashes from their suit with their dicks. <laughs> right their she dicks, right. <laughs> right in front of their polygamous porn star lover, <laughs> who just happened to be Asian and a communist. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't all Asians communists? No, them damn yellow reds. <laughs> Flying the Confederate flag. <laughs> While burning an American one. And having yes, sex with the Portuguese one. <laughs> Communist Asian Nazi Jews at a KK rally. <laughs> <laughs> Who are pro-abortion <laughs> in Louisiana? <laughs> and have been contracting out to Blackwater <laughs> to help defend big oil and big pharma. <laughs> <laughs> so, while spraying chemicals through the sky. 
the smoking Marlboro well, lights. Yeah, while, while, they're try, while they're trying to prove the existence of ghosts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I support the insult wheel. I'm a fan of that thing. That's going to be a tradition with uh, any more, if yeah, it's more I, than I, you two. Whatever we need. Round Robin of an offensive. The offensive Robin. Right after, it should be after rapid fire cast. Right. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're probably going to have to get some sort of specially designed intro for that eventually. Yeah, I wonder if we, anybody could help us with that. I don't know. Well, just, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that something? Is, is that something? <laughs> Is that a is that a thing now? That's what hit. That's what's cool. Dog. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a new activity for the hipsters apparently. And their skinny you jeans know, and their big beards. Speaking of which, you know, our generation. We're, our, what what do you consider a gamer? What's the definition? Someone who plays games consistently, multiple different genres, multiple different systems. I play on my phone. Does that count? Right. No. <laughs> multiple. You have. If you do not have at least three video game systems, one classic, a PC, oh, and something yeah, I new. Got, I haven't got shitty to throw stipulations like that on it. I mean, I just think it's someone that actually like plays. I think it's a broader definition than that. I mean, it's just like somebody that plays as like a consistent hobby. I mean, if you really want dedication to a game, though, I saw this guy. He'd been playing, I think it was Civilization 2. Yeah, I saw that. For 20 one. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I, I did a post about that a long, on my Facey Space a long time ago. Yeah, he hit like 4000 BC, or 4000 AD at the end of it, and it's like. The world was reduced to, to a wow. post apocalyptic dystopian universe, yeah. Well, even, even games like that, SimCity. You know, you play stuff like that, or Sim The like, Sims. I like SimCity. I like that game. It, it's, it's... Well, if you've been listening to the, the show, I've been making my way through the, the, the series, apparently. Yeah. My town is beast. Just like, no. I, if, I, if I ever need a different career, city planning, that's where I'm going. I know, right? <laughs> I'd be if, all up in that. If anybody wants to endorse me as mayor. I mean, city planning if you live in California, I guess. <laughs> hey. <laughs> my city was badass. I'm just saying, it's, it's like it's <laughs> no, like you're saying great... my city's shitty. That's what you're no, I'm saying. The Sim city... shitty... no, I'm, just I'm saying SimCity's based on California cities. <laughs> uh... Biggest gripe I have about the new SimCity was uh, that EA puts its balls all over <laughs> your mouth. Well, that it was originally online only, which was bullshit. Really? Is it really online only? Because well, <laughs> apparently the calculations for like how the cities work is so complicated that your computer couldn't possibly handle it. So it must go down into the clouds. And in March, it was all complete bullshit. Single player mode, and because when someone figured out they could hack it and put it in single player without it being online, and EA was full of big fat donkey cock. <laughs> Tell us how you. What what else is he to... like what 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 okay in all the time and all the space that you've bitched about EA, what is their biggest grievance to you? Like what is the war the thing that pissed you off? Generals the too <laughs> the, the fact that they that they never just complete anything at all, ever? Or you know or, or quit supporting it completely. Yeah, or you know, yeah. rub their asses up and down your product. <laughs> Yeah. Or, you know, buy out a smaller company that was doing just fine making a great product. Well, they do Madden. I and, mean, and, they do they do and, all the sports well, I would say, for coming out with so many. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we saw the debacle that was Mass Effect 3's ending. <laughs> what other company yeah. that does Half-Life? Oh, it's probably Valve. I, I yeah, I think uh, it is. Probably right. Valve. I, my biggest grievance with them is, where the fuck is Half-Life 3? They said that they were going to put out, like, another episode on Half-Life 2 every two fucking months, if forever. 
And then they just stopped after Half-Life Episode 2, or Episode 3. And it's like, that's bullshit, because I want to know what the fuck happened. Well, Gordon can only escape so many times before. Well, no, he escaped again, and... <laughs> like I said, he can only escape so many times. Well, where are they going now? I want to know. It's been, like, forever. We're going to drop him on Dead Island, <laughs> and then have the character from Walking Dead show up, and have them do a tutorial. You know, so you know, <laughs> you, you know what you're supposed to be doing. Crossover. Yeah. Dude, I think the tutorial levels are my, like, piss me off in so many ways on games. I don't want to play this goddamn tutorial for 30 minutes to learn how to look around like if you can't figure it out in the game like okay granted there are certain games that have complex controls like fucking rain like the early rainbow sixes or like those fucking swat games that i like for some fucking reason those those controls are fucking intense i get that once you have to really have to figure them out but for the most part or even a game with any kind of like developing you know couth would at least put you in a situation where you do it once, and then you remember another situation later on that's a little more difficult where you could do the same thing. I hate walking around, like, all oh, the Mega Man games are the worst about it. <laughs> like, they're the fucking worst. Because you're sitting there, and, like, you know, you're walking along, and then it's like, you know, this little fucking annoying girl comes up, like, Me- Mega Man, Mega Man, it's your job, you need to hit up. I don't need your help. I know how to play. I'm, I'm playing Mega Man like X3. I fucking know what's going on. I was playing Mega Man before you were bored. <laughs> like, I was playing when he was 8 bit. Yeah. And he didn't have any segmented arms. He couldn't jump diagonal. None of that. <laughs> I was in line when there was two buttons on my control. Now there's 20. I remember you kids don't know how good you have it. You and your phone would be able to touch the screen whenever oh, you want. Look at me. Oh, you next. Oh, no, there's an arrow. I probably should go there. Hey, you should follow that arrow. Oh, that's a good idea. Thank you for telling me that. Oh, yeah. oh you mean that big, shiny, big-ass thing? Hey, you mean that box that's glowing there? Yeah. You should open that. A treasure chest? I mean, good things are in treasure chests? No! They've only been doing that since goddamn Mario. Yeah. You know what's sad is they don't do a special music for opening a chest like Zelda you know they they don't do that they don't do little easter eggs and stuff like that which uh, I will say for Lightning Returns, they have a bunch of Easter eggs. Like, if, oh, like yeah. they have Biggs and Wedge, which if you don't They're know, they every, make, yeah, one. They, every single one. And once you once you complete their trial, they're sitting there playing this little game, and they're playing Final Fantasy II's music. Like it's <laughs> shitty, don't right. get me wrong, but they're playing it. And it's like, oh, that's you know, right, that's little cool. little. Yeah, they actually have a lot of music from the older ones. Yeah, like like just when you when you go into Houston uh, uh, right at the beginning, it's it's playing music from Twelve. Yeah, they have all yeah. sorts. Of stuff, uh, it, it's pretty funny. Yeah, there's just a lot of them. But I mean, if, if you look at the market, that's what it's going down to. I mean, because you're starting to see like Scott Pilgrim versus the world, that kind of stuff. Uh, loads of commercial. There recently they had a bunch of uh, video game animations because uh, that's what we grew up with. So that's what it's evolving into. Uh, just the evolution of games because it's what, like seventh generation games? <laughs> Consoles yeah. now or something Isn't that like that? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. Because I, I, the biggest system I remember is Super Nintendo. Uh, I don't. I mean, I played the Nintendo later on, but the one, the first one I owned was Super Nintendo, which is considered third generation. Yeah. 
Yeah, because first gen's all arcade shit, and then then you get your Ataris and your and your uh, Magnavox and your stuff like that. And then we get cartridges. <laughs> I know. Which I could upload it on my computer first. <laughs> yeah. and, and kids nowadays, they're not going to be able to figure it out. They're going to be like, they won't know the the joys and pains of having to blow inside a cartridge. Do you consider do you consider kids smarter? No. No. When's the last time you memorized someone's phone number? Yeah. Like no. We're getting stupid. I, mean, like, I used to have to know all my friends' phone. <laughs> I can't tell you what yours starts with. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, what, like, here, I can just ask Siri what I'm supposed to do. It's really easy. Like, all knowledge is available at your fingertips. Yeah. I didn't even have to remember the name of that game. I was just, like, sucking all up on soup. And I was like, let me just go to Google. <laughs> yeah, that just happened on this show, and we all witnessed it. Yeah, those dang kids and their luxuries that we're all going to use just as much as I'm texting on my smartphone on a podcast. <laughs> To figure this shit out to make my point valid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you remember back when the blogosphere existed? Blogs. Who has time to write what they ha- want to say? Why don't they just grab a microphone and say it? <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't. And I think it's just in general. In general, I mean, you get pandered to. You lower the common denominator. You lower the standards. So I think that's just the way it goes. I would. Video games are the canary in the coal mine. I tell you. I would definitely recommend for anybody out there to. Do stuff that you've done the old ways. For example, I was trying to find my buddy's house, and my phone was messing up, so I did not have GPS. Right. And he lives over there towards Fritz. Oh, God. Er- Ernie without GPS. <laughs> yes. We all remember those yes. days. Uh, and I tried it, which I found a place. Because uh, I, I had to stop somewhere, call him, get directions, <laughs> and then go. I recommend I recommend right. you try that. I, I no. seriously do. Because... And even teach your kids or teach younger people to do this because when technology fails or you don't have it, you're not going to know what to do. Right. Oh, look, I mean, Jared's even sitting there with an electric guitar. (laughs) Not even a real one. (laughs) But, I mean, I think that's kind of your responsibility as a person to try and, like... Is it? Little things to try and make yourself... Well, I mean... Well, don't it, you apparently, be... apparently it's the government's responsibility to take care of my health care. You, you shouldn't even have to try. Like, I... all right, well, who, who do you think you are? You're thinking. What's wrong exactly. with you? Exactly. I could, I could download stamps instead of going to the post office and, bu- and, and, and buying them. I could just download well, it and put I it mean, on, come my, on. on my envelope. Don't you just hate the post office, guys? <laughs> I mean, you have to stand on these lines and go and deal with all these people. But when you have something as nice as stamps.com, yeah. I mean... It makes it so convenient why, for you so because there you are why, why in your house getting your stamps because they give you this nice little scale. Uh, I cannot, We're not sponsored by stamps.com, uh, I by the way. Anything bad about the post office uh, because that, uh, that's not my employer, so fuck all of you. <laughs> oh, well, see, you're working for the old way, man. Uh, but them at stamps.com, they got it figured out. <laughs> Oh, I figured I'm on a podcast on socialhawkstamps.com, whether they're paying for it or not. That's all they ever do. Like, that's the one that no matter who you're listening to, they hawk. It's always stamps.com. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'll be 800 commercials, but stamps.com is the one that always gets it. I'm I'm surprised we don't, they haven't asked us yet. I mean, I thought they were just asking everybody. Well, they might now after hearing that delivery. Uh, They better, because it's the only one of those things I ever use. Or even on, uh, you know... How much do we rely on our vehicles? Right, yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to rely on them as, as much if you had stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for that postage. Or, or well, here's a perfect example. My phone, I use my phone for... Uh, stamps.com. My calendar, my, for stamps.com. Uh, TM. <laughs> uh, for, for my calendar, to, or for, for auto pay. I pay all my bills. Right. I would fucking be behind on in debt. <laughs> well, 
I, I still pay bills the old way. I, I get behind and I realize it and I pay it. <laughs> you, you go into stamps.com, download some stamps, you mail them off. Yeah. As, as, a, as an organizer, I use that. I mean, could you imagine how fucked we would be without electricity? We're stamps.com. I mean, you couldn't work use it without Damn electricity. Damn you, Thomas Edison. <laughs> Probably spit. I think they've come by now, dude. <laughs> oh. No, he, he likes to go through. Youporn.com for whenever your stamps.com is down. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Like, actually going on that for a minute. Like, when was the last time anybody jacked off without porn? I mean, seriously. Like, I, I cannot. Since I had high-speed internet. Like, 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 I, I, don't, I just have a recording, though. Like, like, three days ago? Like, like, I don't, I cannot place the last time, like, just, like, jerked it without porn. And, like, I remember we hadn't, it didn't have internet not that long ago. Well, once, was, once Stacy got off my nuts, I was just like, all right, let me finish this up. Like, like, but see, like, I mean, like, no, like, totally by yourself. Like, actually doing it solo and everything. Like, like no, no, no out. Outside no, assistance, no, no, no. like you're, you're. It's like we didn't. The internet was down, and it was like, man, I just, I've got to fix this. And, and like, it was everything in my mind. Like I was like, like rolling, like everything through my head to get it to work. And it's like I have not done this since I was like in sixth grade. Like, you're like, I'm you're just so staring at the picture. You're staring at your wife's panties. Like, will this help? I don't know. Like, I, I didn't realize how bad I needed uh, to get like internet bored. Like I didn't know that it was like I was at that point in my relationship with it. It made me really re evaluated a little bit. <laughs> well, well, Jared, as our official porn, porn expert... Stamps.com <laughs> we get... <laughs> at youporn.com don't have to worry about putting in your credit card anymore. Just youporn.com You can see every... You might even see your great aunt having sex with a prostitute. Uh, How does that make you feel, Jared? <laughs> I mean, I've seen some horrible stuff on it. Like, there's what? some really fucked up amateur if, porn. If they're not giving hand jobs to midgets, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let's see if youporn.com has hand jobs to midgets. And he looks up porn on his smartphone. My smart ass phone. Only Asian midgets dressed up as Nazis. <laughs> And Nothing else can get, can see get there, me see off. See if they're was it, waving a rebel flag or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was in there. I don't know if I'm going to call this episode, you know, Cody Pure Prom Date or First World Problems <laughs> for Your Prom Date. Yeah, see, I don't know, man. It's just like, we're getting old, Cass. There's that. Yeah, well, like, there's, a, there's a midget blowjob on Christmas. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Asian midgets. Or is it Asian drinking off a, a regular midget? Of, Are they both Asian? I want to hear your point, Ernie. No, I was saying, I, this is completely, this is separate. I was telling Ryan, you know, if you look at, it, just even if you look at the, the beginning episode, y'all didn't care <laughs> what you said. Now you kind of, you kind of like, uh, should I say this? We just did this big round thing of a hoot. Oh. <laughs> that's, because, that's because me and Jared are here. We, we're able to expand the boundaries of this. <laughs> but it, it, honestly, if you listen to like the one, y'all, y'all kind of care. So so as, as a concerned listener, we're pulling too many punches you'd like yeah. to hear less. I, li- I like to see more handjob midgets. A more, a more explicit board. Okay, coming yeah. soon, a more explicit board shenanigans experience. Yes, I give me them. You- so when my internet fails, I have You can jerk off to it. Yes. When I'm banging that ugly chick, or the chick that I don't love, I have more stuff than doing it missionary style. I can so get you, creative. So you mean, you mean every chick, essentially. I, I, can, I can get more creative with my... Instead of, oh, we can only do it this one position, because... They're pulling their punches. <laughs> the wives are starting to call. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I plan on it. <laughs> uh, oh, 
we got about an hour thirty six minutes into this. That's what you're asking. I wasn't really trying to do it where everybody could hear me, but I get, now that you know that we have an hour thirty six well, yeah, well, left. We, we well, know your that's wife what we're already calling. We know that. I mean, we got you know that's. I've got to go home and make some spaghetti, guys. Spaghetti, quote unquote. He's, he's gonna be blessed by that noodly appendage. <laughs> I'm gonna be blessed in some noodly appendage. Does that mean you're gonna Brandy, be sucking dick? Should, Brand, I was gonna say, Brandy, that's a slang name for your pussy, apparently. <laughs> no, is it? I was about to make fun of that, but I'd probably die. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. I, I guess the only thing I have on your, like what you were talking about, and then I'll totally fuck off with my point, but um, working, like going from... Wait, is this about jerking off? Yes. Okay. Uh, all stories are about it, actually. It's, they all end... <laughs> well, I didn't know that was the point. They all like... end sticky and flaccid. This is a new existed episode. <laughs> But that's that's one thing I feel like I really, really benefited from doing electrical work. It's because I didn't, you know, I, the biggest thing I've learned is, and it's this, it's this uh, why are you making me Please, please pause. <laughs> As we wait for Brent to be an idiot. <laughs> to look up on his smartphone. Okay. Pass What's... the porn around. Oh, is it Everybody, midget porn? Ev ev it's a midget gang of blowjobs. <laughs> Everybody... He said hand job. <laughs> Wrong well, no job. job. You're bad at your job. I actually, she looks like she's pretty good at this job. But, <laughs> but uh, anyway, like, well, going, he's jerking it into her mouth. It's like, okay. Like one of the biggest things I feel like I, I <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like one Sorry, of the biggest things. Wait, I, Cody, you're, Cody, to you're not allowed to be deep in the evil of this podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Because it's the new explicit board shenanigans. No, well, like, replace electrical with blowjob, and replace working with. Work. No, you can leave that in. You can leave that in. But like doing doing what I've done, like. Uh, Madison's dad, who's my boss, he he uh, has this really good analogy. He always he's used since I started, and it was, you know, whatever you have in front of you, like could you get could you get off Mars? And that's kind of what he's always used is like, okay, you're in a situation, whatever it is, whatever's in front of you, can you fix it and make it right? And that's one of those things that's just stuck with me, and I feel like it's carried through a lot of things across because it make it makes you like critically think about what do you have, how can you fix it, and it's made me a better fucking person for it. And I feel like if if kids today were presented with that kind I mean, you know, because I, I know you were presented with that in the military. I know you had to cross that threshold. And I, I, I feel like maybe that's part of the problem is there isn't, there isn't that, I don't know, entry level or learning curve you have to overcome it. Yeah, so. do it, do it yourself. Yeah, essentially. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean that, that's, that, I mean... I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to make the comparison or anything. That anyone's, but I feel like there has to be that. I don't know that fucking initial rights you have to cross to learn shit to actually go forth and conquer. And it seems like those aren't really around unless you want to find them. Well, and it's so easy to blame somebody else for my mistakes. Oh, I shot myself. Maybe that person shouldn't have shown me that gun or whatever. You know, whatever. Right. The, the, and that. Right. It's easier. It's easier to do that, and it's accepted. Which is which is why I was asking. Yeah, it's accepted as gamers to let that happen instead of changing, yeah. making your voice heard in a podcast. Well, instead I, of I start playing old games, uh, like the, I don't buy the new shit unless I know it's good. Yeah. I mean, there's there's starting to be a a, a big um, uh, community movement to clean up games a lot as far as like removing a lot of that nonsense from like the player side, as far as like the the dicks and the assholes, because you know it's like just basically like you just get that quick you know. That quick ban button is like, he's gone, he's gone, which, you know, can fail on you a couple times when, when you get that dick, or dick behind the ban button. But, you know, I, I think there's been a lot of, of movement to remove those, that kind of shit from... I mean, and, and when it comes to certain games, like where you're talking about where you're becoming way too easy, 
I mean, that's why I love the modding world. I mean, I, I love the modding community just because they are helpful. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of people out there who do love challenges, and, and that is the only reason, honestly, games are still evolving. If it wasn't for that, if it was up to the game companies making their stuff, we would be we, we probably wouldn't be playing games. I think a lot of the gaming co- companies right now are sitting there looking at some of the stuff people are modding and realizing, okay, this is what people want while they're... Oh yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of yeah, I mean, because there's been a lot of that. Like for instance, in New Vegas, that whole like concept of making your own bullets in the in the hardcore mode that was all a mod for three. Um, but yeah, I mean, there there's definitely a lot of that. A lot of it just has to do with like trying to expand the market as much as possible. Right, I mean, use, and, which is true. Yeah, yeah. As like, a com- from a company standpoint, you want to reach out to as many people yeah. as you can. I mean, but they're still programming for the lowest common denominator, though. I agree. I agree with the fact that okay, my wife would never play SimCity. She would, and that's not even a difficult game. But she would never, ever, ever play SimCity. She's a fucking fiend on Sims. She loves that shit. That's that's one of the things she like. Like, oh my god, she's like has like a sixth generation of like the Jeans family on Sims Three now. I mean, it, she loves that shit. So, I, yes, I think it is market expansion. I think it is trying to appeal to a much broader audience. But I think it's at the sake of the hardcore fan. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. Cool. I'm just saying. I just think that's why. Well, they, <laughs> I, I, was, I was sorry. I was flourishing your point. <laughs> the, the game <laughs> yeah. company don't realize that they're hurting themselves because you are going to yeah. alienate. They are going to annihilate these these gamers, which are going to bring in these ones. It was just funny. Like you thought I was like confirming. No, I didn't. Like I I just agree, and it's like, yeah, you're right. That was my point. I don't know, asshole. (laughs) How dare you fucking improve my argument? (laughs) Who do you think you are? You moron! You're not me. I'm the majority of what he was perfect without your input. Go outside. Get off the podcast. <laughs> Top and recite everything I've said about this subject until you have it verbatim. <laughs> I created this world for a reason, and it works the way it does. You know how we should end it? Everybody says one word. Go around twice. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Because you started. Fuck. You. And. All. Us. <laughs> what? All anal beads twice. Comfortably. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I got an actual one if we need it. Okay, okay. That works. So, That's too explicit. So, looks like times are winding down. Dinner's dinner's getting cooked. Ernie's starving to death because he hasn't ever got his pizza. He's getting ravenous. He's chewing. He's looking like he's chewing on Jarrett's Jarrett's amp. Jarrett's gotta go. So we gotta wrap this up. But uh, Brewer, do you have any Brewer, Reverend? Do you have yes. any words to leave the, leave the good people with? Why, in fact, I do. <clears throat> How the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, or I guess hear this, you can perceive my insights into the mysteries of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has been revealed to his holy apostles and the prophets by spirits. Never insult seven men when you're only packing a six-shooter. Amen. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash shenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this?
<laughs> I know, yeah. shocking, Jared. Uh, thank you, uh, Jared, for doing the expression. <laughs> I feel. Um, I mean, it's it's it, you're shocked, then you think like, oh well, it's not that shocking. 